If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. It's been a long and difficult day, and you're more than eager to go to bed already. You hop into your PJs, sit on the edge of your bed, take out your phone, and set an alarm for. Stop right there! Don't do that unless you want tomorrow to be as hard as today. If you set an alarm on your phone, it'll naturally be the first thing you take into your hands in the morning. And unless your gadget is from the 90s and cut off from the internet, you're likely to browse the web. Doing that first thing, even before getting up from bed, is going to throw your routine into disarray and your mind, too. When you browse the internet, you let tons of information into your brain. You begin to process and react to it immediately. Some of the news you see might bring you joy. Others might make you sad or worried. But either way, it's all causing you stress. During the day, your body and mind are prepared for this kind of informational assault. But in the early hours, you're most vulnerable. It's long been proved that your morning routine affects your well-being for the whole day. So if you start your day with a whole lot of new info, it's always a game of chance. If the news is generally good, you'll be okay. But if there's something wrong going on, it might ditch your mood and productivity. Browsing also has a bad habit of eating up your time. What can be better than to lie down a little bit more while scrolling through your feed, right? And a bit more... Ah, dang, you're already running late! Even if you wake up on time, chances are that your phone won't let you go and you'll just end up in a hurry again, screwing up your mood. The flow of information has a more insidious effect as well. During the day, like it or not, you make a lot of choices, from what to wear to what to eat for dinner. And as you go about your business, you use up your inner resources. Think of it as a fatigue bar in a video game. The less there is, the fewer things you can do. And when it drops to zero, you're too tired to do anything at all. So, by the end of the day, You've made so many choices that your fatigue bar is at its minimum. That's why psychologists advise not to leave any crucial decisions until late in the day and resolve those issues as early as possible. But here's where your phone comes into play. As you browse through the web in the morning, you don't even notice it, yet you make lots of decisions right away. Oh, (laughs) this post about cats is funny. Yeah, let's take a look. Choice 1. Wow, my cousin's aunt's grandson's sister is getting married. I should congratulate her. Choice two. Dang, there's a traffic jam on the road to your favorite bakery. I need to find another route. Choice three. All these things deplete your resources way earlier than usual. You become exhausted much faster during the day. This may lead to tiredness and lack of productivity, making you dream of lunchtime and going back home. So keep your phone away from your bed and turn off all notifications for the night. Better yet, consider turning off Wi-Fi and your mobile connection altogether. This way, you won't have any network notifications at all. And even though turning them back on is just a few flicks of a finger away, it's still some additional trouble. So maybe you don't want to do that in the morning. Putting your phone on mute while you're asleep is also a good idea. If you don't expect any calls during the night, turn off all sounds and vibration. 
Otherwise, you might be woken up by an unsolicited call from some bank or store offering you their new credit card or asking to answer a quick public poll. On the other hand, your phone may come in handy to help you sleep better. Scientists say it's best to sleep with all lights out and in complete silence. But some of us just need some soothing sounds to drift into the land of sweet dreams. So, install a special app that plays some ASMR or just some pleasant monotonous sounds, like that of rain or the sea. Just don't forget to turn off notifications and block incoming calls, or you might have an unpleasant shock in the middle of your dream. Falling asleep with a smartphone can be difficult, too. The blue light its screen emits messes with your melatonin levels, forcing you awake. Melatonin is a sleep hormone that starts being produced when your body's tired and getting ready to zone out. But you just can't drop into slumber without browsing the web one last time, can you? To help your body fall asleep after you've put away your smartphone, turn on the night shift feature. It'll minimize the blue light by making the screen's color pattern warmer. It's more pleasant to look at the screen at night this way, and you won't feel restless afterwards. Most phones have this feature built into them, but if yours doesn't, at least turn on the eye saver mode. It has a similar function. The only difference is the hue. The night shift mode has a deeper, warmer look. To make the effect even better, turn on the night mode within the apps you're using. Instead of changing the color scheme, they switch the light colors to dark ones, making you less exposed to blue light. Setting the brightness on your phone to minimum while using it at night is helpful too. The brighter your screen, the more blue light you receive, no matter what precautions you use. So put that brightness slider all the way to the left until you can barely see what's on the screen, but are still comfortable with it. Don't overdo it though. If you strain too hard to read the text, you'll just add to your stress and keep yourself from falling asleep. In the morning, you can energize yourself and prepare for the day ahead by ignoring your phone altogether until you leave your home. Set a separate alarm clock that will only show you the time and go about your morning routine. Take a shower, have breakfast, whatever. You can always check your correspondence when you go outside, ready for the day. Sleeping in is tempting, especially in the middle of a week. So just hit that snooze button, indulge yourself, right? Nah, it's best not to. Snoozing for 10 or 15 minutes won't do you any good. On the contrary, you'll just feel even more tired than if you get up at the first ring of your alarm clock. To resist temptation, put that clock on the other end of your room. You'll have to crawl out of bed to turn it off, and getting back won't be an option. Unless you're really that exhausted. If you are, snoozing isn't that bad. You only need to do it the smart way. Your sleep is divided into pretty short cycles, no more than 90 minutes each. To get properly rested, you need at least four such cycles to pass, or you'll be using up your inner resources, which aren't infinite. So if you're not the one to wake up at the first ring, set your alarm for an hour and a half before the actual time you need to get up. Even if you've had a good night's sleep, you might feel drowsy around lunchtime, and especially after lunch. It's all about your biological rhythms, your body asks for some rest about seven hours after waking up. To get yourself through the rest of the day, try to have a 20 to 30 minute nap in a quiet place. You can also drink a cup of coffee just before such a nap. Sounds counterintuitive, right? But caffeine starts working about 20 to 30 minutes after ingesting. 
If you sleep during this time, your brain will find it easier to adapt. After all, it doesn't have to work hard until the coffee kicks in. As a result, you'll wake up more energized and ready to finish the day. Now, if you don't have a chance to nap in the middle of the day, why not get in some good old PE? Meaning physical exercise, of course. A mild workout will get your blood pumping and your brain oxygenated. Running, walking up and down the stairs, or doing push-ups all help to get rid of sleepiness when you still have work to do.